Welcome to another episode of The Daily. Hope you had a good start of the week. Today is 8th June, and I'm Janice, sharing today's reflection with you. Just a couple of days ago, I was reminded by someone just through a light, gentle comment that I tend to feel a lot. We were having a brief text conversation, we were sharing a bit about how our week was going, and despite my not divulging a lot of information, this friend gave this kind comment which stood out to me. I guess it's because you feel so much, she said. Well, I'm grateful for this dear friend. It was one of those light bulb moments because the week was going by so fast and having the kids at home all day every day while working from home and all that is definitely a big load, a lot of internal load and I needed to be reminded I was depleting my emotional margin. More so when I'm someone who feels a lot emotionally. Now, I am aware of this about myself generally but I also tend to shove it aside and bulldoze on, which becomes unhealthy if I leave it like that and I'm not careful. So in times like these, it's really good to sit with scripture with texts that help me give expression to everything that's happening internally. These texts give expression, they give articulation for me to unload, to cast my cares to Jesus because he cares for me. In Psalm 43, the psalmist was not in a positive place, not a very buoyant place emotionally. He was telling God to vindicate him, defend his cause against unkind, hurtful, and ungracious people. Deliver me, he says. He's crying out, and I picture myself in his place. Sometimes we do find ourselves in that place, don't we? We face people like this. We deal with unkind, ungracious people who deplete our emotional margins. It's a part of life, it's inevitable, it's part of our growth and as those who follow Jesus, we learn how to love on others, how to be gracious in the face of unkindness, whether it's directed at us or at people we care about. The psalmist goes on to say, and I so appreciate this about the Bible, it's honesty and plainness about our humanity. He says, you are the God in whom I take refuge. Why have you rejected me? Why do I go about mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? I mean, I imagine maybe it was with an angry tone. Why should I go about discouraged because of hurtful circumstances or people? Or maybe it was with a miserable tone. Why? Why should I go about discouraged because of hurtful circumstances or people? Whatever the tone, I think the words themselves convey intense emotions, right? It's not a lighthearted questioning that he's engaging with God in. Even as we face hostile situations, deal with difficult people, we want to recognize these are not right, that these are not the picture of right relationships that God wants or desires for us. We hold fast to the truth that God is a God of mercy, justice, loving kindness, and he calls us to be people of mercy, justice, and loving kindness. So where there is lack of mercy, where there is injustice or a display of unkindness, we see it as a disparity and we should call it out as such. That's who he is and that's who we are. And it's alright to feel the disparity of it all and mourn. I mean, of course we mourn it. I will admit when it does get a tad too much emotionally, the easier thing for me to do is to numb it, shove it aside, distract myself with other things, some of which become unhealthy, like watching all kinds of videos about stuff I never knew I was interested in. 
Notice the psalmist is not asking here, why is there oppression? Or why is the enemy behaving like an enemy? Or God, I don't do intense. I like things calm and serene and easy. He's not. He understands it's normal. It's to be expected that he experiences oppressive conditions, even as he seeks to live righteously. It is to be expected. The enemy will go about doing things that cause turmoil and turbulence. That's what enemies do. He's asking, why do I go about mourning in the midst of this? And I take heart as I reflect on this, because I may feel a lot. I may take on a lot emotionally. You may too. When we see things that are not right, relationships that are broken, when we experience or see other people experience harsh treatment, we feel it. But we learn to come to God and we pour it out before Him. I am learning. I am being reminded. And I keep learning to pour out my heart. And that's exactly how I hope this encourages you too. In seeking to live holy lives, being set apart and distinct as a people who are shaped by God, by scripture, as the church, you most definitely will encounter situations or conversations that are difficult emotionally and demand a godly response from you that tests your emotional margins. God's perspective being different from our human fleshly one and God's values that counter our natural unsanctified values, we feel the tension, we feel what he feels, the heavy feels. When you know of someone in pain and God gives you a burden to walk with him or her through it, when you are thrown into a situation where something that's been done wrong needs to be made right and you feel compelled by God to speak up or to act or to behave differently, when you would much rather avoid some people at work who can be very critical and judgmental, you know, so those people, but you feel God's heart for them, you know it's going to take a lot out of you, but yet you feel the call to love them. It's a crucible, isn't it? It feels heavy. Oh, we can come to God with the weight of it all. They are His burden after all. Let God's light and truth lead you. Verses 3 and 4 tell us that. God can send out his light and his truth to let them guide you, lead you, let them bring you to him, into his presence, to his altar. That is, you know, that place where you bring your sacrifice, offer up your worship, give thanks, and you receive his grace, where you experience him as your exceeding joy. Isn't that awesome? And praise arises from within you with a deep recognition that he is not just God, he is your God. How great is that? And so in verse 5 then, we echo with the psalmist who speaks these words over himself. Why are you downcast, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Today, if the weight of following the way of Jesus feels a tad too heavy to carry, if your desire to love God and love others feels too daunting to stay faithful to, I invite you with Jesus beckoning, tell your soul, do not be downcast, do not be in turmoil, do not lose hope, but yet praise Him today. And if it feels the same tomorrow, yet praise Him and the next day and the next. Wherever you are as you listen to this, can I invite you to sit comfortably or even lie down if it's conducive? And take the next few minutes to be still in God's presence. Let's do a breathing exercise as we meditate on Psalm 43. 
bring your thoughts to focus on God, on His presence. And as you do, take a deep, deep breath through your nose now. And slowly through your mouth, release all of the air. Take a deep breath one more time, fill up your lungs. And then out through your mouth, exhale slowly and fully. One more, inhale. And exhale. Inhale, continue to keep your breathing steady. And exhale, meditating on the words as I lead you. Inhale, vindicate me. Exhale, O God. Inhale, defend me. Exhale, O God. Inhale, where there is hostility. Exhale, protect me. Inhale, where there is injustice. Exhale, deliver me. Inhale, where there is unkindness. Exhale, be my refuge. Inhale, where there is rejection. Exhale, be with me. Inhale, when I feel oppressed. Exhale, cover me, Lord. Cover me. Inhale, when I feel grieved within. Exhale, sustain me. Inhale, when the enemy attacks. Exhale, be my righteousness. Inhale, send me your light. Exhale, not darkness. Inhale, send me your truth. Exhale, not deceit. Inhale, 
Lead me, Lord. Exhale over darkness and deceit. Inhale. I love your presence. Exhale over the enemy's plot and schemes. Inhale. I come to the altar. Exhale, releasing my distress. Inhale, I come, Lord. Exhale, I will not be downcast. Inhale, I come, Lord. Exhale, letting go of all this weight. Inhale. Thank you for your joy. Exhale, oh God. Inhale, I praise you. Exhale, oh God. Inhale, I hope in you. Exhale, my salvation and my God. Inhale. Let me pray for you before we end. God, our God, we come with all that's on our hearts, including the things that you sensitize our hearts to feel, to feel as you feel, the things that concern you, the things that grieve you, the things that you've placed as burdens on our hearts to pray for and to participate with you in mending in this world and we recognize God that you call us not to be free of harsh situations or conversations but you call us to walk through it and in the midst of it we worship you and so we come to this altar as we've prayed in our exercise, in our meditation. We just give thanks that you are with us through it and that we can come and bring all of these to you anytime that you relieve, that you give joy, exceeding joy to us. And we are glad, we are glad for you 
and for all the things you cause us to feel. And so we lay them before you and as we go through the rest of the day, I pray that all those, all these who are listening, you would strengthen them with the inner resolve within to follow you in your way, to obey, and to be sensitive to your voice always. And so bless them. We just commit our day into your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Daily. We hope your day will be filled with joy and faith as you follow the way of Jesus. Hey, Pastor Andre here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, you can look us up on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website www.thecity.sg for more information. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace.